ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय कर्मण्यारभते देहि कर्मण्यारभते देहि देहन देहनात्मानुवार्तिना देहनात्मानुवार्तिना कर्माभिस्तनुते देहम् कर्माभिस्तनुते देहम् उभयांतुवा अविवेकातहा उभयांतुवा अविवेक अविवेकता कर्मण्यारावते देहि देहे नात्मानुवार्तिना कर्माभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तो अविवेकता कर्मण्यारावते देहि देहे नात्मानुवार्तिना कर्मभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तु अविवेकता कर्मान्यारवते देहि देहे न्यातनुवार्तिना कर्मभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तु अविवेकता कर्मान्यारवते देहि देहनात्मानुवार्तिना कर्माभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तु अविवेकता हा कर्माभियारते देहि देहे नात्मानुवार्तिना कर्माभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तु अविवेकता कर्मान्यारवते देहि देहे नात्मानुवार्तिना कर्माभिस्तानुते देहम् उभायम् तु वेकता कर्माणि मटेरियल फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज आराभते बिगिन्स 
Dehi. A living entity who has accepted a particular type of body. Dehena with that body. Atmanuvartina which is received according to his desires and past activities. Karmavi by such material activities. Tanute he expands. Deham another body. Ubhayam both of them. Two indeed. Avi Avivekata due to ignorance. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Prabhupada Ki Jai. The living entity who has received his present body because of his past fruitive activity may end the results of his actions in this life. But this does not mean that he is liberated from bondage to material bodies. The living entity receives one type of body and by performing actions with that body, he, cre he creates another. Thus, he transmigrates from one body to another through repeated birth and death because of his gross ignorance. <coughs> Purport. The living entity's evolution through different types of bodies is conducted automatically with the laws of material nature in bodies other than those of human beings. <clears throat> in other words, by the laws of nature, prakite kriyamanani, the living entity evolves from lower, lower grades of life to the human form. Because of his developed consciousness, however, the human being must understand the constitutional position of the living entity and understand why he must accept a material body. This chance is given to him by nature. But if he nonetheless acts like an animal, what is the benefit of his human being, human life? In this life, one must select the goal of life and act <coughs> accordingly. Having received instruction from the spiritual master and the shastras, one must be sufficiently intelligent. In the human form of life, one should not remain foolish and ignorant, but must inquire about his constitutional position. This is called Atato Brahma Jigyasa. The human psychology gives rise to many questions, which various philosophies have <coughs> considered and answered with various types of uh, philosophy based upon mental concoctions. This is not the way of liberation. The Vedic instruction say, tad vigyanartam sagurum eva vagachet. To solve the problems of life, one must accept a spiritual master. Tasmat gurum prapadyate jigyasa sreya uttamam. If one is actually serious in inquiring about the solution to material existence, one must approach a bona fide guru. 
Tadbidi pranipate na pari prasne na shevaya Upakdekshanditi te ganam ganinastatadarshinaha. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master, inquire from him submissively, and render service unto him. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto he, unto you, because he has seen the truth. Bhagavad Gita 434. One must approach a bona fide spiritual master by surrendering himself, pranipatena, and rendering service. An intelligent person must inquire from the spiritual master about the goal of life. A bona fide spiritual master can answer all such questions because he has seen the truth, the real truth. Even in ordinary activities, we first consider gain and loss, and then we act. Similarly, an intelligent person must consider the entire process of material existence and then act accordingly, intelligently, following the directions of the bona fide spiritual master. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Okay. Read the translation again. The living entity who has received his present body because of his past fruitive activities may end the result of his actions in this life. But this does not mean that he is liberated from, another, from the bondage of material bodies. The living entity receives one type of body, and by performing actions with that body, he creates another. Thus, he transmigrates from one body to another through repeated birth and death because of his gross ignorance. So Prabhupada here explains the evolution system and that evolution system here explained that it is um, <clears throat> we take birth according to our karma in different forms of life, even in human life, in different forms of um, uh, uh, human life, like black, white, rich, poor, and different uh, countries. So this is all due to one's karma. We accept different types of body. So this is the evolution. It's not a, a very uh, scientifical evolution like the science explains. The evolution is simply comes from our own desire. We desire, and then the explains here, prakite uh, kriyamanani. Mm. The living entity evolves from lower grades of life to the human form. So we simply desire, and the material nature provides it. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like you give us the menu and then we cook for you those things. So it's not that we make up the preparations. That it has to come from a basic knowledge, the cooking uh, uh, strategy, that we cook certain things, that we're expected to know that. But the preparation that we will make, somebody gives us the menu and we cook that. Similarly, you desire and the material nature provides it. So material nature's job, prakriti kriyamanani, the prakriti, material nature, Krishna says, is working under my direction. And the material nature is working under the direction of Krishna. Maya, the material energy, is not that <coughs> free that they do um, anything other than uh, jurisdiction of Krishna. It's all according to our desire. So it actually boils down to us. We desire and that the Lord will provide. Like a child, always wanting something, wanting. They're nagging the parents. I want this, I want this. So the parents will give after some time. Even sometimes may not be healthy, but we are nagging so much. We are uh, forcefully uh, desired. So the Lord provides it. So this, this is this material world. This material world is a product of our desire. You can't say uh, why God created the suffering. We wanted it. The suffering, we wanted it. You can choose to be uh, desire to what is good for you. You can also choose desire or choose things that are, are good for you. So there's two things. One is lifting your consciousness to higher consciousness, divine consciousness, or you can go lower consciousness. Sataguna. Rajaguna, Tamaguna, there are three types of material uh, energies. Ignorance, passion, and, uh, uh, and uh, goodness, pure goodness. So the idea of human life is to rise above from this nature to the spiritual nature, the divine consciousness, to the spiritual consciousness, the divine nature, spiritual nature. So the material nature is, provides us with the desires that we inquire for, we, 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 we ask for, so material nature provides that under the direction of Krishna. But when we desire to liberate ourselves from these clutches of ignorance or maya, then the solution is there. And that is the spiritual path, the path of bhakti, the devotional path. Krishna conscious path, path to, to liberate to, from these clutches of ignorance that we're entangled in this material body. Material body is, 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 a, product, is a product of ignorance. That's why we're always sleepy, we always desire material things, we uh, sense pleasure. This is all product of ignorance. Always we are dragged to uh, 
desire to enjoy the material body, desire to go elsewhere, away from Krishna, looking away from Krishna, turning away from Krishna. Because that is the nature of the material world. The material world only gives us what we desire. So therefore, Krishna consciousness means to purify the desire. Through Krishna conscious activities. And that's why it says here, because of his developed consciousness, however, the human being must understand the constitutional position of the living entity and understand why he must accept a material body. This chance is given to him by nature, but if he nonetheless acts like an animal, what is the benefit of his human life? The whole process of bhakti, the process of devotion, the process of spiritual enlightenment is to rise above to spiritual consciousness from animal to human being. That's why Prabhupada says here, one must accept spiritual master. Tasmat gurud gurum prapadeta jigasusreya uttamam. The spiritual master is there to teach us, to tell us to uplift us, to guide us to the path where we can be the path of devotion, path of liberation, the path of um, happiness, spiritual happiness. He is guiding us. So the guru, that is the guru, spiritual master, spiritual teacher. Not the teacher tells us to develop economic development or IT teacher how to fix computer, design, graphic design. No, no. The spiritual master tells us, gives us a solution to the ultimate problems of human life. We are born into ignorance. The spiritual master opens our eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. Prapadyata. The disciple have to surrender to the guru and inquire Jigashu Uttamam how to uplift ourselves Uttamam to the highest platform. If one is actually serious in inquiring about the solution to material existence, one must approach a bona fide guru. Right here, Prabhupada is telling you. It's not that you take a guru because it's a fashion. So you can tell people, my guru and so on and so The idea, the guru is there to help you to spiritually uplift us. We're so lucky that we can have this path of Krishna consciousness by the mercy of Guru and Krishna. Next month or month after next, we will have Srila Prabhupada Vesa Puja and the appearance of Lord Krishna. Krishna's uh, appeared. And that's why Krishna says, I come when there is a problem in this world, when there is a decline in religion, irreligiousness. Yuge Yuge, Krishna says, I come millennia after millennium to re-establish the dharma. Dharma samstapanarthaya. Samavami Yuge Yuge. He comes to reestablish the religious principles which is lost. And that's why also Krishna says, Nasta Prayashu, 
that, that not, the religious principles have lost. So he comes to reestablish re the dharma, the religious principles that lost by the ignorant living entities who, who devoid of spiritual life, who are rotting in ignorance in the material world. And that's why here it says, Tadvidipanipatena pariprasthana shevaya upadakshantitekanam gyaninastatadarshina We just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. You have to approach the spiritual master with humility, inquire from him submissively, and render service unto him. It is not a, 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 a great science. It is not a, a magic that you could just produce. Simply Prabhupada explains here by quoting this verse. You have to just serve the spiritual master. You have to serve the Vaishnavas. You have to inquire from the sadhus, the Vaishnavas, how to perform our service to Krishna, how we can progress in spiritual life, how we can become a better devotee of Krishna, how we can develop love for Krishna. Pranipatena, Prabhupada puts it in a bracket, Pranipatena, and rendering service. Bonafide spiritual master by surrendering himself. And we are so, we are so fortunate that we are given such an opportunity to, to, to progress spiritual life in Krishna consciousness, in the Hare Krishna movement. And this Hare Krishna movement is all over the world. Everywhere you go in the world, there is a Hare Krishna center. Why? The Hare Krishna center is not just it gives us Krishna consciousness. It gives us spiritual knowledge, teachings. You can come, join in the ashram. You can become a devotee. You can participate in this program. You can do service. You can chant in the kirtan, listen to the class. We have Mangalat. We have a whole program set up by Prabhupada. We have this Hare Krishna movement all over the world. Why? Because all this program is there to uplift us. It's not a fashion that we do, we come to temple and then we go away. But it's, the idea of a human life is to cultivate, is to become a, get out of this material world. That's the whole idea. To not live here. That's why here, so nicely explained. And this, this is a really good verse. And actually, this. Um, this uh, chapter is uh, what Prahlad Maharaj learned in the womb. In the womb. Prahlad Maharaj, he learned from Narad Muni. Narad Muni was talking to his mother, Kayadu, in the hut in the, uh, where she was uh, staying. Because Hiranyakashipu was meditating for thousands of years to get the blessing of Brahma. So she was under the protection of Narada Muni. At that time, Narada Muni was preaching to her Krishna conscious topics, Bhagavatam. And then Prahlad Maharaj was within the womb. And that's why Hirnakashipu said, what did you learn this knowledge? He heard it from Narada Muni, from within the womb. If we can benefit by listening face to face, what to speak, 
You can hear even from within the womb. Such is the power of the Srimad Bhagavatam, transcendental knowledge. Hey, I remember when Prabhupada used to give lecture in Mayapur of Vrindavan when I saw him. I didn't understand a word he was saying because he spoke in English. I only learned English recently. But he said the benefit is there of the power of the Srimad Bhagavatam, especially spoken by Srila Prabhupada, lips, Pirvodi. He used to speak and we'd be sleeping, catching up on our rest because we had to wake up so early. But nobody mind, because they all said, leave them alone because they didn't speak English. And everyone was very angry, said, how offensive you're falling asleep in front of Prabhupada. So they used to poke us with a danda. Wake up! And Prabhupada actually said, leave them alone. Because we, we had to get up so early, we were tired. At least Prabhupada was very kind. He said, they can sleep in my class. But actually, it means that Prabhupada knew the benefit of hearing the Bhagavatam from the lips of a pure devotee. He has a, we can still benefit from it. So, sometimes people think that Krishna consciousness is only one thing. Shevaya. I understood seva means for taking prasad only. In Bengal, seva means uh, prasadam. We go uh, seva. But actually, seva means service, devotional service, not just uh, whenever there's prasadam, you turn up. You have to come and do service to get the full blessing. Sometimes people say, oh, you, you eat your way back to Godhead. That's true. But there's other things that to everybody eat your way back to Godhead. Who's going to clean the temple? Who's going to cook? Who's going to do the deity? And who's going to, you know, uh, do, uh, do all the different services that are required? That is only one thing. We have to do all the things to please Prabhupada, to please Krishna, to spread the Hare Krishna movement, to, to establish a temple. There's so much is required. So much hardship is there. And it says here also, a bona fide spiritual master can answer all such questions because he has seen the real truth. Somebody just asked me this few days ago. The spiritual master, what does it mean, seal the truth? It means he's seen Krishna or he's, what does it mean, the truth or knowledge aspect? He, like I didn't see Krishna directly, I didn't have a conversation with him. So, how, like if I see in the truth, I'm giving, here I am giving the talk. I'm not a realized soul. So, it says here that a realized soul, he's seen the truth. But it means seeing the, seeing the truth. So you can see Krishna heart to heart. When you realize through knowledge, you can see Krishna. Not we lead a nice kirtan, and then, uh, but when it's time to give, when time to hear about Krishna, he doesn't have any interest. You can see Krishna through hearing. So realization means he has seen the truth. Means that he understands the knowledge fully. He can explain the knowledge he has seen through understanding. 
Because seeing is not always the perfect way of understanding things. Because when you see, you may derive a different understanding, conclusion. Prabhupada explains that. When you see deity in the temple, you may think, oh, it's just a, it's a statue. People who doesn't know. That's what they always say. Uh, they, have, they have a very nice uh, uh, statue. We never say like that. We never use this word statue. You know, we go to some park, they have uh, you know, par statues of uh, uh, very famous people, and the bird sitting on, on top of the head. <laughs> How do you respect that statue? If we, we don't worship a statue, it's in the temple room. We are we bathing them, we are dressing them, feeding them, because they're they can accept the food. That is a form of worship method, a, 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 a um, bona fide method of deity worship, a system. So, but seeing is not always believing. So, we understand from the Sastra, Prabhupada explains in the Ishopanishad, or next of instruction, I think. When you, when you go to the India, you see the Ganges, you see very dirty. Uh, body may be floating and foam and mud on it. But still, people from all over India, they go take bath in the Ganga. They understand the purity of the Ganges. Well, a Westerner may see, oh, how dirty it is. We, we paint the wall with cow dung. Yeah, Westerners, what is this? Cow dung is so muchy, dirty. But it's antiseptic. We understand its purity. Of the, of the the benefit of the purity of the of the cow dung. If you clean the floor with cow dung because you're living in a mud out, you can of course use the marble floor. Ants and other things will not come. It's very clean. So, my point is, it looks very dirty, but we know from the scriptures. So you have to accept the sastra as the bona fide, as the reference to our understanding. That's the point. That's why in India, when you say, when you're arguing, especially in India, when you're arguing with one another, they expect you to quote a verse from the scriptures. That's, ah, Pandit, he knows it. So, the idea is the Sastra. The scriptures. So seeing is not always believing. You have to understand the truth. The truth is the Gan, the scriptural knowledge. And another point here is an intelligent person must inquire from the spiritual master about the goal of life. So sometimes people say, ah, oh, sorry, I didn't know. You always make sure that you three times a day, you go to university, you're born, uh, you didn't have any, uh, you, you, you make an effort to um, get what you need in life. So it's not that you didn't know, you have to make an effort to know the higher truth of life. All the things that we are doing in this world, it is only surrounded to, for, the, for, the, for the benefit of the material body. 
But we have to go higher than that. Higher than that is to know the soul. The soul matter. Spiritual topics. Deeper knowledge of Gand. Spiritual knowledge of the soul. So, you have to make an effort from the spiritual master. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, I am sitting in the heart of all the living entities and when I see the living entities as sincere, they want to know, then I am from within, guide them. I show them the truth. I lead them. This is why he, every devotee have a, have a story how he became a devotee. Somebody told you, somebody sold your uh, books in the street or met you on the street. So, the devotees are always there to help us, to guide us. So it's not that I didn't know. There's no excuse. Even if child, Prabhupada explains, a child puts his finger in the fire, it will also burn. I didn't know. There's no excuse for ignorance, right? <clears throat> fire didn't say, oh, I like this boy, I like this girl. It doesn't burn you. Everybody. We expected to perform service to Krishna. <coughs> it's like we had, we had a Harinam last night. I went a Harinam. We're ecstatic on Harinam. We're uh, in front of a Flinders Street, in front of a station. We're there almost one hour. And there was a police uh, post room there. And the policeman also came out and uh, joining. He goes, yeah, Hare Krishna. People walking past, uh, dancing all the way, all the way. We got it all on the video. One hour, who can, uh, who can stand there one hour, sing and dance? It's very, it's not easy. I, I, you can see I'm struggling to speak, my voice is sore from singing. But I'm doing this for the last 50 years. Because is so pleasing to Krishna. Because this is to do with Krishna. Krishna Bhagavan. And then after one hour we went for a walk to Chinatown. It was so good, we didn't want to stop. Two hours went by. <coughs> How is this energy? How do you, where do you get this uh, feeling from? Because there is a power in the holy name. The Shakti. Spiritual potency is there in God, in the Holy Name. The spiritual master, they can empower you. Anyone can empower you. Guru, Guru Mavivigachet, the spiritual master, they have the power to enlighten you. They have the power to, to empower you. They have the power to bring you back to Godhead. These teachers, spiritual teachers. I lived in China for 10 years. I was a yoga teacher there. Not any ordinary yoga teacher. Very, very famous and popular teacher. I had students that were uh, like uh, <coughs> rock stars, policemen. Uh, I had teachers who were um, like uh, you know, from the TV people, you know, all kinds of people. And they call a yoga teacher like a guru. In Chinese, guru means laoshi, spiritual teacher, not an English teacher. That's another word. Or um, 
So just like uh, we say guru, we don't call an English teacher guru, in Chinese also. So they used, to teach, they used to respect me like a guru. They also understand. And the first day of the Chinese New Year, the first day, you may say, oh, Chinese this, Chinese that, they're ignorant. They are not. The first day of the Chinese New Year, they all go to the temple and pray to Buddha and offer incense. They also know the purpose is God. It's a very important festival of the year, the Chinese New Year. Like, even if you're living thousands of kilometers away, they will find a way to go to see their parents, spend time with them, somehow, to get together. It's a, such an important thing. So first day, they will go to the temple, and they have incense this size, huge incense. <laughs> Whatever they're offering, and they throw a coin in the, in the pond and make a wish. Because when I was there, I learned that. So you can't say, ah, I didn't know. Ignorant. No, everybody knows God is the ultimate in life. And you see, here, any city in Europe or here, you go, you know, Western cities. The biggest, the best, temp, best building in the whole city is the church. Isn't it? Even here, made out of stone. Best. Because ultimately people knew God is everything. God is the source of the purpose of life. You know how hard it is to make a stone building those days? They spend all their money to build a church. They live in a simpler home. Even the old homes, even in Australia, the toilet is outside. They didn't have the attached toilet like now. They understood. The culture was there even here. That muchi, bathroom should be outside, not inside. You know, in England they have this. All home, the toilets outside. So they, the Vedic culture was there everywhere. But due to the influence of Kali Yuga, we live in Kali Yuga. So the spiritual teacher is there to guide us, to uplift us in spiritual life. And this is why we have this class. So we can sit here, for one hour or, or half an hour, we can discuss these things. We can learn about uh, culture, our spiritual culture. How we can behave ourselves, what we say to each other, how to respect. So many things are there. It is not just one thing we are here. We have to be perfect in Krishna consciousness, in every way. Everything we do should be very exemplary. Why one is a spiritual master? Because he's the most exemplary. He's the most learned. He's the most qualified. A perfect disciple, he becomes a guru. Because every guru, he was a student before. So if you can become a good disciple, a good learner, a good student, then you become a good teacher. That's how it works. It's not just we're here to have just uh, what feels good. I like it here because I, I like the food here. And, you know, that is not the purpose. Our purpose here is to become totally Krishna conscious. A good devotee of Krishna. 
perfect devotee of Krishna. You may say, oh, I don't want to become a perfect devotee because that is uh, selfish. Something you can't be selfish about. We can become a good devotee. We can use this as an opportunity to, to, up, to elevate our consciousness, spiritual life. This is the only place. You go out, there's no way to elevate your consciousness. Everybody's honking on the, on the car. Everyone is on the phone. So difficult to even talk to people these days. You call, they don't hear because they have your phone on. Isn't it? And then if people are so engrossed in material life, more and more, these days becoming so horrible, actually. And you see today more and more problems in the world. You know, we just finished COVID for two years, total suffering. And straight away start the war <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, we're on the edge of suffering. It's like a knife hanging in our head and a thin thread. And we're eating from a golden plate. We're eating, oh, mm, so nice. That knife can fall on your head anytime. It's, it's, re, it's, it's connected with a thin thread. So this material world, we are thinking it's a place of enjoyment. No. It's just like when a new, new, newborn deer or a cow, you know, they, they're, they're very happy. They're jumping around. They're eating the grass, green grass. And then the tiger comes. See, so we are thinking this world is such a wonderful place. We work so hard to make a living here. And the moment it comes, everything has to be taken away. If everybody here in this world, you know, we understand it's all Krishna's, we are detached from it, how wonderful it would be. <coughs> Nobody's fighting for this is my land, that's your land. They are, it's my territory, it's one dog, see, they're, this is my territory, another dog comes, they bark, big fight. We do the same thing. Not one hair on our head belongs to us. But we think, ah, oh, I'm so wonderful. That's why intelligent person must consider the entire process of material existence and then act intelligently, Prabhupada says. That is intelligent. Intelligent means to understand the temporary nature of this material world, the temporary nature of this body. As we make an effort, considerable effort, to disentangle ourselves from this material existence. Just like quicksand, you know the quicksand. If you fall in the quicksand, you, the more you try to get out, more you bog in, you go in. That's what it does. The quicksand, that's what it does. So material world is like that. The whole material existence is we are being bogged down in the existence of material ignorance more and more. And we don't want to get out of it. Just like Prabhupada gives the example of fuel. 
You put oil, fire, or you put fuel in the fire, it only gets bigger. So there's no solution to material existence with another material solution. Only solution to solve the problem of material solution is through spiritual understanding, is through spiritual knowledge. But that's why the Guru is here. The spiritual teachers there because to solve the problem of material existence that we are bogged down in. We are bogged down. And we will like it. We, we like being bogged down. We like being stuck here in ignorance. So that's why Krishna comes. Jesus comes. Buddha comes. Rama comes, Nishingadev, all different avatars, why they come? To tell us. Come out from this quicksand. Here I'm giving you the process. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he gave us the process. Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Chan Hare Krishna. This is the way, there's no other way. Other people say, oh, that's too simple. Chan Hare Krishna, that's too simple. Okay, then you show us. The best the quickest, the easiest method for this age is through chanting Hare Krishna. God himself, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 500 years ago, showed us the path. Following the directions of the bona fide spiritual master. We are followers. We are followers. That's why Prabhupada used to always say, we are the tools in the hands of the previous Acharyas. Tools. Everything is there for us to perform Krishna consciousness, to, to practice everything. The temples here, books here, everything. We simply have to be tools in the hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the hands of our spiritual master. That's all. You don't have to be a big star to do anything. We just be someone a good follower, a disciple, a good disciple. He doesn't need to be a, a big shooting star. He just be part of the devotees. When I first came here, I was thinking, I don't want to go to the temple because I have so much independence. So I called Aniruddha and he said, you just, be, you just have to be here. Just be here with us. Once you're here, you'll like it. Just, just be here. Then we sort the program for you. I thought he was right. Just be part of it. You don't have to be a big number one star. Just like you go to Mayapur or Vrindavan. There are hundreds of devotees. He may be a big number one devotee from Melbourne, but nobody knows you. Don't worry about that. If Krishna knows you, that's good enough. Krishna knows you, Prabhupada knows you, that's all. Just be part of the family of Prabhupada. Be part the family of Srila Prabhupada and the Hare Krishna movement. Anyone, you clean the toilet, even uh, when uh, this uh, Govabrinda, he he's a PhD, and he came, he was cleaning the toilet. Where, where, where's the PhD cleaning the toilet? Never heard of that. That's what it does. Devotional service, it's, it 
uproots our material desire. It gives us the highest pleasure of Krishna consciousness. He make milk sweet, then do the reception, then go to the Brahmacharini ashram and clean the toilet. Then I would say that's too much. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cook, but I don't want to clean the toilet. <laughs> so you, you take a birth as a, uh, uh, as a pig in Vrindavan. I said, no thanks. I don't mind to be a monkey, but not pig. <laughs> but we have to accept what Krishna gives us. It's all transcendental. I see one guy here comes middle every day nine o'clock and he's sweeping the floor. Was, 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 no one told him to sweep the floor there. The Lakshmi's in Brindav in, in Vaikuntha, Lakshmi's. Lakshmi Sahasrasatasam Brahma Sevyamanam Sevyamanam serving the Lakshmi's millions of Lakshmi's Shahasranam they're sweeping Vaikuntha. What is the what is their dust? There's no dust in Vaikuntha. Out of love they're sweeping. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when they're doing the Gundicha temple cleaning in Jagannath Puri before Ratyatra, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself was sweeping. And all the devotees are sweeping. You know, they have a big cleaning up before the Rath cart comes. We also have, they call it Gundicha, cleaning. So, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had a big pile of dust. He says, that's, the more dust you collect, that's how you do your service. More service you did. So the way to please the Guru is through service, to humble service, to humble inquiry. That is intelligent. Intelligent man, person must consider the entire process of material existence and then act intelligently. Don't think you are intelligent because um, you have so much brain to uh, do your computer work or you can have um, material knowledge is not considered, it doesn't mention in the Bhagavatam. Intelligent man here, according to Bhagavatam, is one who has spiritual knowledge. So, that's the whole idea, to come together and discuss about Krishna and it's not a big thing, but it just feels so good because the most simple thing is to chant Hare Krishna and that's what gives one the inner happiness, Atma Shukha, spiritual happiness. Any questions? Yes. Just one second, we're getting the speaker. People that are online, they can hear the questions. Hare Krishna Prabhu. You mentioned before about uh, how there's no dust in Vaikuntha. So what's the point in sweeping the floor? Like if, what, yeah. is there like special dust or like conscious dust or something like, what's the, what, what's the reason? No, this is just an example given like that to encourage us to serve Krishna. 
we are here in the material world. There's plenty of dust here. We don't have to worry about not having enough dust. <laughs> so even if you clean so much, there's still, still there's somewhere there's more dust. So the examples given in the, by Kunta is a perfect place. There's no dirt around there. So he's just giving a reference in this uh, Brahma Samhita that the Lakshmis are serving Narayan and they're cleaning because out of love. The definition of love is not um, you clean or not. You want to clean. Even if there's no dust, you want to serve. Even if you just want to serve Krishna out of love from within the heart. That is the, the aspect of, uh, what is that, sadhana bhakti or the regular principles in the beginning. The next level is that when you have actually developed real love for Krishna, automatically you feel like doing Krishna because you love Krishna out of knowledge. You know the position of Krishna is so great that you want to serve him. <coughs> so we're actually very fortunate because here we can do so much service because there is actually, for real, there's dust here. We can't say oh, there's no dust, no excuse. But the point being made here that the gopis were, that the Lakshmis were cleaning Vaikuntha uh, out of love, ironing clothes for Krishna and, uh, and uh, like this. There's so much service. Everybody has something they can do. <clears throat> so it's not that there was a devotee, he, he, somebody asked him, did you ever, did you ever meet Prabhupada? He said, I never met, I met Prabhupada, but he said, did you do anything for him? He said, no, because I didn't get to do any personal service to Prabhupada. Then one time he said, but one time I, I had to open the door for him. So as, we, as he was coming out, he opened the door for Prabhupada, just opened. He said, that's... <coughs> He said, that's not big service. But then when he opened the door, Prabhupada looked at him with a smile, like a big smile. He said, that smile is still inside me. It's a lifetime of inspiration. So it's not that you do big service or not do service. <coughs> it it's all depends. Um, it's in your consciousness. So <coughs> he didn't do that much. But Prabhupada opened the door for him. He can remember Prabhupada's face that Prabhupada smiled at him. The whole life and inspiration, that beautiful smile of Prabhupada is in his heart that inspires him to stay here and be Krishna conscious and do service to Krishna throughout his life. So everything is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a learning for us in, in, the, in the spiritual life, being in the association of devotees. <coughs> it's not that we associate with someone because... Um, I, I went to Malaysia once with one Maharaj from China. He said, I, want, I, want to, I told him I want to travel with you. He said, yeah, sure. So that was Nishinga Maharaj. He's very simple, from Scotland. And uh, <coughs> he said, uh, so I sat down to take Prasharam with him. And um, he's really simple. He's on a diet, like no ghee, and it's very simple, like salad. And in Malaysia, they can cook such wonderful Prasharam, like spicy, very nice. I said, oh, Maharaj, like, I'm going to have a tough time eating with you. <laughs> and so they said, we can cook for him separately. I said, yes, please. <laughs> so my point is that it's not we associate with someone because 
<coughs> so we can have good food or something. We are searching for spiritual purpose for our Krishna consciousness. So sometimes we have to put aside um, <coughs> our pleasure. That's why tapasya, our pleasure for the pleasure of Prabhupada. So you do, even if there's no dust, so there is a, this is a spiritual point of view discussion. So <coughs> the question of love, definition of love, is that when you can serve your guru, serve Krishna, serve the Vaishnavas, even though, even though you don't want anything in return. You know. But everybody's after return. Please give me blessing. What kind of blessing you want? You know. <coughs> blessing means the ultimate blessing is to I can become Krishna's devotee, better devotee. Like that. So we can <coughs> clean, do things for Krishna out of love for Krishna. That's the idea of a love. Okay? Get the point? A little bit, yes. Thank you, Raji, for the wonderful class. My question was: You said the material body is a product of ignorance, but I've heard also that we, for doing devotion and for doing devotional service, we need to rise above ignorance. So, how do we perform devotional service in this body? This body is material. At the same time, this body is also Krishna's energy product. Even the material world is Krishna's energy. It's not that we create it. Just like we build this a building, you know, there's bricks, right? Metal or wood, um, sand, uh, cement. This all you didn't bring it along with you when you're building and making a house. It's always there, already underground. So they create those things by taking it and we're assembling it together, making it a home. So similarly, this body is Krishna's energy. So, Prabhupada gives the example of a knife. I always give this example because I'm always in the kitchen. It's a knife has to be sharp. So, same knife, it can cut vegetables if you use properly or it can hurt yourself. So, everything has a use. So, use this body to serve Krishna. So, if you misuse this body, take drug, alcohol, all the things we follow, four principles, that can destroy a body. Isn't it? So that's why I'm giving example of sand, quicksand. A quicksand, you bog down. If somebody lifts you up, that's the spiritual master. So the spiritual master engages us. We sing in the morning, in the samsara, dava, that we are in the samsara in which your world. The spiritual master is like pouring like a rain cloud, pours his mercy on us. So the body is material so long we use this body, spiritual uh, service to Krishna becomes material, the material body becomes spiritual. So just like when the a important person or, or a government official may go in the jail, doesn't become, it doesn't mean he's a criminal. He's going there to check. So similarly, we, representative of Krishna, it doesn't really have the connection, but my point is that 
we have this body, but this body can also become very high class, very spiritual and very potent. Just like the knife. If it's rotten, it's, it's very, uh, the, the knife is in the, in, the, in the gutter, in the forest, it's, ru it's, it's, it's rusty, but if you can clean it, shining it, then it's, it's useful. Similarly, this body, we used to have one devotee, um, he used to dress up like a bum, he long hair and everything. He used to pick up all the magazine that people throw in the bin. It didn't look for good on us to pick up the Hare Krishna magazine from the bin. So he used to go and pick up. So it doesn't mean he's a bum, he's a devotee. So similarly, uh, use this body when used in Krishna's service, he becomes spiritual. That's the idea. Okay. That girl always asks questions, he took off. <laughs> I was just thinking of her. Any other questions? I don't know when I'm going to give class again. So I try to make a, make a good time of it. Okay. I still have 20 minutes, so take it. Uh, and uh, we'll finish here. Hare Krishna, thank you. Well,